This is Packers Now. Kyle Rogers looking. Throws left side of the end zone. Yes! Touchdown! Place for all your Packers news. Lost it over the left side into the end zone. Intercepted! Adrian Get the latest updates on the green and gold. Snap to Aaron Rodgers. Sets, fires, right side. Got Jordan Kelly at the 30. Touchdown! It's always Packers season at Packers Now. Right here, right now. I'm your host, Ben Kurkowski, and news is this week the Packers may play Aaron Rodgers and the starters in full to get them some reps before the regular season. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers does play, he does want to get into a rhythm. Uh, so if you are going to watch this Thursday's game, there's a good chance if Rodgers does play, he's going to play not just like a few drives, but a quarter, a half, because he really wants to get that full experience. He really wants to get those reps in. If he does play, he doesn't think he needs to, but if he does, he wants them to be quality reps, so it's actually worth it. But that is still up in the air, but the big news around QBs in Green Bay has been the development of Jordan Love. Jordan Love looked like the real deal last Friday against the Saints, and that can't be denied. He finished this game with an 82.6 overall PFF grade, and he really played, I think, spectacular. He looked like a capable NFL starter with some high-end variability, the way he threw the ball and just whipped it around in that game. Love finished the game just 12 for 24, 113 yards passing, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Not overly exciting numbers, but this was another game where the stats don't truly tell the whole story. This is a game that it was raining much of the time for, where Love's receivers had a total of four-plus drops, which makes Love look much worse than he really was. Um, to start this game on Friday, Love had a perfect deep throw on a corner to Dobbs, and he just missed it. We'll, we'll talk more about the ups and downs uh, from Dobbs in the future, but a fantastic throw on third down in the perfect place, only where the receiver could catch it. Fantastic start to the game for Love. And the thing that was great about Love in this game is he is making plays on third down, on obvious passing downs. He looks just so under control, and he made a few nice deep crossing th route throws to Winfrey in this game. We saw Love hitting his drops, and you just can't, you can just tell his timing is much, much better, and he's playing in rhythm, and then he can just rip it because uh, he does have a cannon for an arm. It's just a matter of fact whether or not he's actually playing within structure. He's doing the fundamental things, and you're seeing that. Uh, on the football field. Uh, hit, he hit Dobbs for a 16-yard comeback. We saw Love have really good footing on his play action to hit Josiah Deguara in the flats. But then the same play under pressure later on the same drive, we did see Love miss Deguara. Uh, but later in the game, we get Love to throw a beautiful fader out to Dobbs for a touchdown. We see Jordan Love rolling to his left, make a huge throw deep down the left sideline to Samori Torre in the rain, and Torre dropped it. And even in the rain, we saw Love throw a strike like a missile to Amari Rodgers just over the linebacker right before the safety that Amari Rodgers dropped in this game. Love had three great big-time throws, two of which weren't even recorded on the stat sheet because they were dropped by Torre and dropped by Dobbs. Another great thing about Love, and we saw that in this game, is he's, he's fairly athletic. Not this is an incredible athlete by any means. He's not a Josh Allen or anything like that, but he's in, he has enough athleticism to make plays with his legs. And we saw that again as he picked up a first down on the ground 
on first and 10 on the first drive of the game. And on third and goal, we saw Love create with his legs and hold the ball running around for about seven seconds to try to keep that play alive. It was it was very Aaron Rodgers-esque. Love looked the part in this game. Like after watching that game, and if Rodgers wasn't a thing, I'd be excited. I'd be confident in Jordan Love as a starter. He looked that good. And this is phenomenal news for the Packers that Love has taken a huge step forward. Um, Matt LaFleur even said it himself that Love is light years ahead ahead of last season. Now, what do we need to see from Love on Thursday to really tie a bow on the whole thing? On Thursday, we need to see an efficient first half from Love if Rodgers doesn't play. I'm assuming Rodgers doesn't play, but he could. He There's a chance he will, and if he does, he's going to play a lot. So I'm talking... If though if Jordan Love plays, he he plays three drives, three touchdowns, a few big time throws, no turnover worthy plays, maybe even a play with his legs. That's what I want to see, guys. You have to realize how important this game is really for Jordan Love because if you really think about it, guys, Jordan Love is not even twenty four years old yet. Joe Burrow is almost twenty six. Justin Herbert is twenty four and a half. Kenny Pickett, a rookie, is even older than Jordan Love. Love was drafted at a young age as a young QB with a lot of bad tendencies that needed to be fixed, that needed to be addressed, but he had the tools to be special. If Love can have a special game in his final preseason action, Love might be the desired QB of the 2023 offseason. Think about it. This last offseason, we saw seven plus QB changes. Guys like Carson Wentz got traded for a second round pick, even though he was owed a ton of money. There is going to be a team who is outside of the top five to 10 picks of the NFL draft who is going to miss out on the 2023 top QBs in the draft. Okay, you're Bryce Young's, um, you're Ohio State quarterback, can't even think of his name right now, but those guys are going to go one, two, or one, two, three, four, somewhere in there. And you're going to have teams that aren't willing to trade out of that spot. Uh, And you're going to have a few teams left over that don't get one of their guys. This is just one of those bad teams who needs a new QB. And Jordan Love is going to have one year left on his rookie deal, a fifth-year option of around $20 million, which is still less than 50% of the top contracts out there for top QBs nowadays. So Jordan Love could be a real sought-after asset. Think of it about a team like the Giants or the football team in that week, NFC East. Uh, what if they get seven wins and get like the 14th pick in the upcoming draft? What are they going to do? Because they aren't going to be sticking with Daniel Jones or Carson Wentz as their QB. That would be a huge mistake. They're going to need to try something. And maybe they trade for Jordan Love. Maybe the Giants trade their second-round pick for him. Maybe you trade the football team, your second-round pick, and Jordan Love, and you get the 12th pick in the draft or something like that. This is the ideal scenario, okay? A young top pick in the upcoming draft to continue to add young talent to this Packers roster. This is the ideal situation. Love might go on to have a successful career. I think here are the percentages of we're kind of working with with Jordan Love's future. I think Jordan Love has a 5%, 5% chance of being a Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I think he has a 15% chance of being a Matthew Stafford. Okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is that elite level, one of a kind type of quarterback. Um, Matthew Stafford is, hey, I'm, I'm a above average quarterback, a top 12 quarterback. Uh, if everything's perfect around me, I could lead a team to the Super Bowl. 15, 15% chance. I think he has a 50% chance of being just an average average QB, maybe slightly below that. And finally, he has a 30% chance of just totally failing. 
yeah, he has about a 20% chance of being a top player. But in just two seasons, you're going to have to pay that guy way more than he's worth. I can guarantee that. And without a stellar team around Jordan Love, I don't think he can truly perform at a high level. But if we can get a team to believe he could be the real deal, that's the goal of this, this final preseason game. We are trying to get Jordan Love to look like an elite quarterback in just one game. Just one game, and that could be enough for the rest of the NFL that's always looking for a secret QB, the next QB, the guy who's, oh, he just needed he needed something different. He just didn't have the opportunity because Aaron Rodgers was there, okay? Or, and they developed him over the last three seasons. Like, he's going to, uh, he has all the bad things worked out, and now he's actually going to be ready to start. This guy's like a secret. He's a, he's a cheat code to be able to trade for him right now. Uh, why would you develop a rookie when you have a guy who's developed for three years and now you can get him at a cheap salary for two two contracts or two years of a contract? That's what teams are going to be thinking. Okay, there's a lot of teams out there, and I, I listed those off a few weeks ago. But if you really think about it, okay, and not that the Packers are going to want to trade within the division, but if you really think about it, there are so many teams that could be looking for a quarterback next offseason. Okay. Uh, I don't think Packers are going to trade with the Vikings or the Lions, but Vikings and Lions, just in the NFC North, could be looking for quarterbacks after Kirk Cousins has had a uh, less than stellar um, start to his career. He's really, he's a good quarterback, but just hasn't been special. So think about it. Okay. Um, Let's look. Let's look. I'm just looking through all the teams in the divisions right now. Uh, the AFC East is totally good. They're probably going to be feel good about their quarterbacks. Maybe Zach Wilson. Uh, maybe Tua Tagovailoa. Um, but I think overall that division is pretty confident in where they are at right now. Uh, AFC South. Uh, the Colts. Does Matt Ryan continue to play football? The Texans they need something and what if they go out and win six games this year uh what about the uh the eagles what if jalen hurts isn't what they hope he is uh what about the washington commanders the new york giants like we talked about earlier we have the vikings the lions we have what if tom brady retires we have the bucks the saints the falcons the panthers literally all four of those teams could be looking for a quarterback and then we still have the Seattle Seahawks as well. There is going to be about 10 teams who are in need of quarterback next offseason. And Jordan Love could fill that gap because there are not 10 rookie quarterbacks you are going to trust that you are going to be excited about. It's just it's just not a thing. So Jordan Love, this game could be the very last game we see Jordan Love even play as a Packer. Think about it. Like, What if Aaron Rodgers has a perfectly healthy season? It's a pretty close games all season every game matters Jordan Love doesn't get it even in the game except to maybe need the football okay this could be Jordan Love's last live action as a Packer because we need to invest in places that matter and backup quarterback is not that place um, in today's NFL but there is another guy that the Packers have truly stumbled into who I think is the perfect backup QB in today's NFL, and that is Danny Etling. He's been on several teams throughout his NFL career thus far, but what Etling brings to this football team as a backup is athleticism. 
There's a few things I believe about QBs. One is that if you don't have an elite one, you don't have one. I believe an above average rookie contract QB can get to a Super Bowl, but it's only maximized if he plays by the start of year two of his rookie contract. Preferably year one though. Finally, I believe that backup quarterbacks are the biggest waste of money in the NFL. You build a football team that wins with a starting QB. If an injury happens to him, there's nothing you can do. Truly, there's nothing. One time in recent NFL history did a backup quarterback get a team to a Super Bowl and win. But that was because the starting QB was on a rookie contract so they could afford it. That was an outlier. Now, why I like Danny Atling so much is even though obviously he isn't an amazing QB, what he does have is one special trait, and that's his mobility, that's his speed. Twice now we have seen Etling make incredible plays on the ground as a runner, and on Friday in the Saints preseason game, it was a 51-yarder where Etling, on a read, sped by the defense, and they couldn't keep up with him. Everyone wishes they had some stud backup QB they were developing, of course, but is it wise to waste important resources on a guy who you don't even plan on seeing the field. Think about it. Had the Packers not drafted Jordan Love two years ago, uh, maybe three years ago now, uh, but instead drafted T. Higgins, the Packers most likely would have won a Super Bowl last season with an amazing secondary compliment to Devontae Adams and probably the year before that as well. Higgins was a true number two worthy receiver when on the field in both his rookie and second seasons in the NFL. That's a resource the Packers didn't take advantage of and was truly a waste with Jordan Love on the bench the last two seasons and now a third season on the bench. Think about the $10 million some teams spend on a backup QB. Again, that's $10 million you could spend in other areas, areas, possibly even two starters, even who will actually see the field. My main point is that Jordan Love at this point is not a useful player to the Packers. Any backup quarterback who is considered a possible starting quarterback is not useful okay Rodgers is on contract for three more seasons and as long as he is playing football he is the QB I think we should commit to nothing at practice tells me or shows me that Jordan Love has the capability of being a truly a star quarterback Rodgers at practice showed that people knew he could be one of the best that's not the same story for Jordan Love okay I think It would be so wise for the Packers to understand the timelines here. Understand getting to a Super Bowl is really important. That Jordan Love is a commodity, possibly, if they can get him to play really well in this last preseason game. Uh, Danny Etling, I hope he continues to have a good preseason. I hope he will stay and be the Packers practice squad QB for the rest of the season. Compete to be our backup next offseason with Jordan Love. Hopefully, off to start for a new franchise as Rodgers plays out all three years of his contract here in Green Bay and finishes his legacy the right way in Green Bay. But that is so vital. The, the only way this plan works is that the Packers can do the things that make Jordan Love look special on Thursday. If he can look special against the Chiefs, a, a team that has a lot of young talent who is probably in this game going to be going up against him. But uh, if he can look special in this game. They can get him to play at an elite level, okay? Next year, next offseason, he's going to be the first quarterback to be traded. He's going to be the guy who we trade to get possibly, with a couple swaps, you could be looking at an extra second-round pick or you could be looking at a top 10, top 15 pick in the NFL draft. And having a player like that, the last time we drafted that highly, 
we got a player like Rashad Gary, who's possibly going to be the best edge rusher, one of the best edge rushers in the NFL this season. He was last year. So the the importance of this game is truly, truly essential to the Packers' future in roster building and being able to trade away Jordan Love for an amazing asset. But that's all we have today, folks. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe, give me a review so I can hear what you guys think about the podcast and tell your friends about Packers now so that they can get all the latest updates on the green gold because it's always Packers season at Packers now. Thanks, guys.